<laughs> what a way to open. Welcome you to Porch Talk. Oh, you were recording. I, I was wanting to get the... This is your host, Alan. I got oh. Big John. Oh. Oh. What you talking about? I didn't know you were recording I yet. was going to do the... Yeah, well, yeah. It's You're a lot of frame. Come over here. Act like you, act like we like each other. Uh, Get your microphone. Got that guy. Uh-uh. So uh, we're going to pull out our crystal ball and we're going to look into the future of not only the United States, but possibly the world. There's a lot going on in the world today, if you're unaware of that. Uh, South Africa is on the brink of collapse. Collapse or revolt? I don't know that they will revolt. I think they're too peaceful in South Africa. I've read different news reports Instead of the word collapse, they use civil war. Yeah. See, I, I, I think that would be a better better description, because I'm sure they're not going to sit idly by. Well, it was it was kind of, kind of hitting the citizens of South Africa right in the face. Uh, the president, he had a press conference today, and he said that um, he wasn't going to take responsibility for the it's over rolling blackouts, so they're having uh, 12-hour rolling blackouts or load shedding every day, and it doesn't seem to be affecting the president's area. Oh, really? That, that, wouldn't, wouldn't that be the way it would work out, wouldn't you think? And so what all do you think are the benefits of having electricity? I mean, think about it. Summer's coming. It's probably already summer there. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know too much about that side of the world and their climate, but it's getting hot. It's getting hot here. It's going to get hotter, and it's going to be hot, hot out there. So, they don't want electricity. So, obviously, refrigerator, keep things cool, air conditioning. 
What about water? Water, you're going to want that too. You know, you got to have that to survive. It's part of the elements we need to survive. What about, you know, daily necessities such as the way you work? Because South Africa's at one time, it was the wealthiest country. I would say pretty prosperous, yeah. So I would say if it isn't first world, damn near it. Yeah, it's damn near first world. So what about, you know, what about these things? Oh, man, can't charge your cell phone. So now you can't even get on social media and... Uh, Bitch about not having power. Or not only that, where do people mostly get their news? How are you going to stay informed of what's going on? You're going to have to go to, like, local news. Or, like, you know, like, not local forms of news, but... You're going to have to take whatever's given. What was one of the greatest inventions of all time? Man, I'm going to have to say, other than bread, internet. Internet. What about the printing press? Yeah, internet far surpasses the printing press. Yeah, but the can the printing press exist? Like, we're talking about, like, a dude, like, literally making newspapers? Yeah. I mean, what if you don't have power anymore? How would you get the word out? You'd have to go back to the old ways. Nobody knows how to do it. Well, that's the thing about it. Think about, uh, have you hauled around your DVD collection and books as you've moved from place to place? Have you? Do you see a DVD (laughs) in here anywhere? Right. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, mine's in a box from my my last move somewhere, you know? I lost one. I lost a whole bunch of DVDs in the first divorce, and I just never really got back in in the... habit of rebuying them because i can watch them i think i've been fairly like transient as far as like moving around lately yeah and that has really taught me to like basic essentials do i really need this you gotta yeah. ask yourself yeah it's like do i really, do need... I really want this do i really yeah. need a bed yes <laughs> yeah, yeah come to find out in my own experience <laughs> you do in fact need a bed even though that love seat is fairly comfortable to sleep on I've, Not every day. I have fallen victim to that love seat many a time. It's the perfect position. Well, Dad. Yeah. We got off into fast food. We have Slim Chickens that's coming to Columbus. That is Snoop D-O-double-G's uh, fast food chain. Do you know that? The Devil's Chicken. Is that? Well, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, Slim the Chicken is kind of dressed up like he's a blues man. Yeah, it's the Devil's Chicken. You didn't know because it's open on Sunday. Oh. Yeah. They gonna put it right there by Chick fil A? No, it's it's right there by ah, some Mexican restaurant. Okay. That that would be kinda of funny. It would be kinda of funny to have it right beside Chick fil A. No. But one thing I'll say about this and I mean I think you were right, just as far as you know, people who eat fast food around here, even in Starkville, like it seems like the only kind of fast food that's getting around nowadays. Chicken? Chicken restaurants. Chicken. Chicken, 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 chicken. Because they want us to pump us full of the hormones. Is that your theory? That's it, man. They want us to feminize us. That's why we're all getting feminine. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we got these man boobs. Eating them breasts. Eating them chicken breasts. Well, you know, the hormones come from, like, I mean, look at those beefy chickens and how fast they grow up. You got fucking four strips coming out of one breast. (coughs) Come on now. Yeah. Ain't no chicken, ain't no titties like that. <laughs> I tell you one thing I am highly upset about. I think we should all come together on this, no matter what side of the political spectrum that you lean on. We need to get these restaurants to stop selling a flat or, a, you know, a wing. What's the other part of the chicken drum, wing? Drum. The drum or the flat. We need to come together and say that is one wing instead of selling it as two. That is one wing in if you're eating whole wings. Oh, so that's how we break it down. Yeah, you got you gotta you gotta specify whole I want whole wings. You can do that. And if, if places cut their own wings, you can specify you want whole wings. That it just kinda burnt me up, man. It's like you go to a wing joint, you know, it's just you know, get traditional or boneless. Yeah. And then, you know, it says ten wings. And I'm expecting ten chicken wings, not ten half wings. Am I asking too much around here? I don't know, man. I think that is a little too much food. Ten whole chicken wings, buddy? That's a lot. No, I'm just saying, like, when I see the number ten, like, it could, oh. be, it could be six or whatever, you know. If it was whole chicken wings, you'd probably only need, like, one or two. That wouldn't be profitable. Huh. 
Just throwing ideas around here. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You want people to eat a bunch of wings. You don't want people to eat two. Well, I mean, you're talking about the same. It'd be a flat and a drum. Yeah, and you want them to eat ten of those. Yeah. Not five of those. Well, you are giving them less, well. For a fucking perfect business model. You're giving them less, and they're paying more. We are figuring this out for the restaurants. Perfect business model, man. That's why they do it. We have accidentally stumbled across <laughs> something. Somebody came across a stroke of intelligence in the midst of dust. I felt like I almost had a stroke. I feel like I feel a whole lot dumber. Yeah. All right, so just back to South Africa. <laughs> study of chicken wings. For... A second, this is a CNN article from 1998. South Africa tries affirmative action. So, um, when I was at the University of Mobile, I thought that I was going to, st- I was studying missions, right? I thought I was going to be a missionary. Yeah. And I just knew that I was going to end up in Africa. And there just so happened, while I was in school there, there was a missionary that spent most of his life in different parts of Africa. And so he was teaching African history. And so, like, I was very familiar with South Africa and the apartheid and Nelson Mandela. So in 1998, when Nelson Mandela became president of South Africa, uh, they put into affirmative action. Also, we know it as today as DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And you also uh, know it by another name in the work, in the workplace as... Uh, you don't go by meritocracy anymore. You know, that's that's the opposite of this. And so you want the workplace or the government to look like what your population looks like. So if it's if it's a seventy five percent white population, you want seventy five percent white in the job rows and vice versa, right? Yeah. And that was the model that they went to. Now as that administration carried forward time and time again the policy really didn't change with the people because they had the same mindset behind yeah. that so uh it just got worse and worse to, it creeped into every field and now literally every aspect of south african uh the economy is in shambles uh infrastructure because they forced dei on their uh energy uh, also, think about roads. Uh, and if you don't have energy, I mean, how are people going to work without power? I mean, this, you know, they can, but yeah, we've moved on from that. Yeah. So you're putting yourself back in the dark ages, and the current president really isn't taking responsibility. He's, well, pu- he's putting it off on the municipalities and the local governments while his place has power. Well, so, he's sitting there in the A.C., He's telling people that's hot how they should live. I'd be fucking knocking his door down right now. Right. So just like a little bit more of the CNN article back in 1998 before we like talk about that. Uh, South African blacks are filling white-collar jobs, but many feel not enough is being done. As one member of Mandela's African National Congress Party said in Parliament recently, the shop floor is black and the boardrooms are white. This is the reality of South Africa. And so they did, the government was determined to change that. Job equity measure is designed to prevent them, uh, discrimination, provide for an affirmative action, and bridge the wage gap between management and workers. South Africa's railway system provides a glimpse of what's in store. Uh, that was in 98, and it eventually carried on into every workforce Dude, in now it's, South Africa. It's, it's full-blown exploded. So... This, into a shit show. You ask a good question. Is like, what about this guy? What about the people? So some news are reporting that South Africa is on the brink of collapse or civil war. Okay. Because there is an opposing uh, political party, and I think that, that that's their number one thing that they want to get. They see like what the problem is. Now we as Americans, like we're looking into this from afar. And what did we just start doing in colleges, in our government, oh, we and even in our workplaces? Here now, yeah. So, I mean, it's something to think about. But how, do you think the president of South Africa might flee the country? Oh, absolutely. 
he'll flee and go in somewhere that they won't send him back. Well, it kind of takes me back to last year when, uh, do you remember when Singapore fell completely apart and the president there had to flee the country? Yeah, 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 I remember that. And uh, you and Cobb's good buddies at the uh, WEF? Oh, yeah. That was, that, that was their golden child. What what kind of style government was they practicing there? They poured a whole lot of money into it, and it didn't work. Oh, fucking, what is it, the United States? It, was, it was like, it was it was the Green New Deal government. Yeah, like, the, everything was going to be green. Yeah. And what they were finding and what the citizens uh, rose in revolt was, I mean, what are the things that government is supposed to give to its people? Safety? Safety, first uh, and foremost. Yeah. And then, you know, you have human rights. Well, I don't know. Did you hear what me and you both just said? We need to backtrack just <laughs> for one fucking second. We need to. In a perfect world. In a perfect world. We don't need imposed safety. <laughs> but, that I mean, that's exactly where we're moving. Yeah. No, we're having imposed safety. We had imposed safety for almost three years. Well, well no, now it's getting... It's, 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 it's getting more involved. Yeah, they're coming in. We let them in the door, and now they're looking in the fridge. I didn't let anybody in the door. No, they're in the door, buddy. <laughs> well, they, they, are, they are among us. Yeah, they are among us. So, just as we're moving forward, we should look into this, because what are some of the problems we have in America? We, we have we just started the power grid issues. Where? California? No, here. We've had them here, you know. Yeah, we did have some... Uh, Very minor. Nothing, it was nothing minor. to the scale that what happens out west in California. And, like, even in New York City, they have rolling blackouts. So, anywhere there's a huge, yeah, like, well, con- also, like concentration uh, of people, mm-hmm. that's that's where you run into your power issue. Because everybody's got their phone charging, everybody's got their car charging... Yeah. Oh, yeah, washer dryer, washer dryers running, air conditioner, refrigerator. Yeah, I remember or heat. I remember over the summertime, like uh, the government of California asking people, like you know, when you get home from work, don't just bump your thermostat down. Like leave it, leave it up, we leave it up. We can't do it all at once, or we're yeah. gonna flood. The, we'll flood the power grid, yeah. and it'll it'll cause chaos. Yeah, because it can't so take it. Stay warm. You have to stay hot. Yeah, you're living like a lizard. Keep it up to eighty degrees is a good number. Are you? Yeah. That's what they were asking. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, no. I'd let, somebody say keep my thermostat on 80 degrees. I'd be like, am I not there? No, granted, you've been to California. It uh, feels a little bit better there as far as the humidity. I mean, it ain't, it ain't like, it can be 100 degrees there. And yeah, it's fucking hot, but it ain't like, you know, you're not fucking dying. You know, the sun's not beaming down on the water puddled up under you, you know, yeah. reflecting onto your face. Yeah. But, we, I mean, we have infrastructure problems here. Oh, yeah. Uh, think about our bridges, our highways. Bridges or roads. Or Not to mention, what have we had going on with uh, trains lately? Yeah, train derailments and, you know, nothing happens, no news. No yeah. real no real world news on that, really. It's... Ah, the, the train's derailed in Ohio. Or... Yeah. Blah, 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 Trump. Blah, blah, blah. Insurrection. Blah, blah, blah. COVID. Yeah, I mean it, it. It does feel like that. Anytime like a story like this breaks, here comes like a whole lot of things. It's like here's here's the story, and then like here's a whole lot of distractions. A whole bunch of shit that's like, oh, don't worry about what happened here. That's nothing. Kardashian, <laughs> Kardashians, yeah. or I don't know, Pete Davidson or whatever and the fuck his name is. Did you know that uh, who was who's the chick that Megan Fox? Megan Fox is. Oh, this is the thing on Snapchat. She's no longer with MGK. She's with Eminem. Eminem. I did see a funny joke. Where I like people, Eminem. Where, where a lot of people were like, please tell me Pete Davidson ain't about to jump on this. God. <laughs> I, probably. And, you know, those those ladies like that going after dudes like that, give your normal average Joe hope. And that's what pisses me off. Because your normal average Joe's not going to get in some super high you 9 out of 10 chances, right? I don't know, man. Like, I, I've seen some anomalies. I have day. seen a few anomalies in my day. Have pulled one or two. But not... They ain't sitting over there bitching about us podcasting. 
that's a fact. <laughs> you know? That is a fact. Uh, yeah, I have seen, like, some of them. It was like, how did, how did he pull this off? <laughs> yeah. Somebody was talking to me about that the other night. Like, man, he must have dared. I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about, man. <laughs> I'll tell you this funny story, like sidetracked this for a minute. I had a uh a graphic designer uh hop in the DMs today. Mm, and she spicy. was uh she was wanting to design a new logo because Sweet. uh the logo was unattractive. What's the logo? <laughs> Nothing but my boy's face here. It's the face. And so that's what I told her. I was like, Well the logo is my face. Well, she didn't. She did not uh, withdraw the statement. She moved on. She's like, "Look, I want to design you a new logo." I was like, "Okay, design it." And then she's like, "So, what do you want it to be?" And I was like, "Well, you're the one. You're the one that's come at me saying my logo shit." What? I thought my logo was great. I've been running with this thing for years. Years. And that's my thing. Is like, what? What are the? What are the people familiar with the logo going to think when it's just something brand new? Let's be like. Is is it over? Is Porch Talk done? Did he change names? Is it done? What happened? Have you ever been like into a show and they change their logo and it, you're you're subscribed to it, but you pull it up and it's like, what? What, the, what? What is this? What's going on? It does happen. Yeah, I've seen it. But uh, I did I did find that funny. Well, you know, I would have been things. I would have been <laughs> in it. I would have been all in, man. I swear I would have been all in until she asked me what I wanted to do with the. Lo- I've already done what I wanted to do with the logo. Right. You say it's not good. You do what you want to do with the logo. And, she, you know, she was mainly talking about, like, the YouTube page, and she was like, yeah. your banner looks like trash. I was like, I know I'm not no graphic designer, but I designed that. And I put the little porch talk-ism, you know, that's the background yeah. of it. And then she was like, what about your thumbnails? Your thumbnails for your videos are trash. I was like, "That it's not clickbait. It's me and the boys. Like, you literally, like, that's what the video is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm falling out of my chair. Yeah, he fell over. I laughed. And so, goodness, I was like... Shit open. What a, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Now, but granted, like, she's not wrong because, like, what are those YouTube videos that you are more likely to click on? You know, they got the big, bold red letters <sighs> and some kind of <sighs> popping image to where, like, so-and-so is getting... Power bombed, or you know, whatever else, and it's like, oh my god, it's in the world. I got, a, I got a good headline for you. Big John shows his pussy. Wow, that is quite the shocker. Well, you have that on uh, live tape. Yeah, I hope the audio is good. We never did check. We the- never even checked the audio. <laughs> we suck. We're getting, we're gonna get good at this. That's we're, why I said I'm gonna get a producer one day. We got we got one in line. Actually, I think he may actually be down. Oh, oh, we got audio in this bitch. It's not that bad. So uh, we're good. Yeah, we're good to go, man. We're actually streaming live. So I wanted to. Like, we're talking about like problems here: road bridges, trains are crashing. That one in East Palestine wasn't the only one. No, even no. even Pete Buttigieg, uh, he's the sec or yeah, Secretary of Transportation. Uh, he came out and said that this is not unusual. Like it happens all the time. It's just. This particular story blew up. Uh, blew up. This one happened to happen yeah. at a place where people were living. Yeah. So, and like during that time, you had like an eighteen wheeler thrown over in Arizona with uh, chemicals. They had to shut the interstate down for a while. Like that was just like a really bad week. And you know, four years ago, we had the convoy. The convoy. The convoy of eighteen wheelers driving across the United States. Was that that long ago? Now? Yes, sir. Maybe three. Three to four years ago. Huh. Yeah, it just, just kind of faded off. Never seems like yesterday. You're talking about like the freedom truckers? Yes, sir. I thought that, I thought that was like 2020 was that long ago. Yes, sir. Like that whole, the whole COVID the thing really. COVID fucked everything up. Man. My sense of time. Yeah, it did. It it's did. like we never moved past that. Yeah, we we put pause, we hit pause. <laughs> two weeks and we're going to go back. And we never did. <laughs> yes, not even normal now. That's good. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, I do remember that the Freedom Truckers, and they were inspired by the Canadian Freedom Truckers. Yeah, when they drove up and uh, to Iowa, and they were like honking their horns and yeah, all that. Yeah. I remember all that now. Yeah, it I seems s- like all of that. It just it seems like all that was like boom, 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 boom. boom. Yeah, because there was something happened there around then. I'm sure. Yeah. I just don't do you remember think what it, the thing was. Like before COVID, though, one thing I'll say is like I did start paying attention to like more daily and live events, and like was way more aware. Oh yeah. Of just everything that was going on. Anything and everything. And so, and I, I guess remember I, and, something, I, and I guess I never stopped. Somebody, I remember I was walking around. I don't even remember where I was. We were, I know I was at work, and I had went to eat lunch, and somebody was like, man, somebody got bit by a bat there in China. They locking the country down. You bringing that up, turns out, what everybody was saying at the start, everybody was calling conspiracy theories. Yeah. Like, oh, we can say this now. Yeah. It actually was a Wuhan lab leak. Yeah. Yeah. But hell that, yeah, because yeah, I, I remember like when I heard a bat or someone ate a bad bat or a bat bit somebody or like what did that yeah. uh, some kind of animal I never heard of yeah. a pingolin. Yeah. Some some. It was kind of like a bat. It was like a bat like. And then you know you had your late night comedians like coming out and making fun of those ideas, and I will say it is funny, but like it's because. That didn't happen. That wasn't yeah. the truth. Yeah, that's just, we got to come up with some shit right now. And then, quick. like, the, got bit by a bat. <laughs> or ate a bat. That's it. Got totally. it. Totally. Yeah, that was it. That's how it went down, probably. Now, I bet, like, check this out. It's because, like, the way that our culture works is, like, we don't operate the, sh- the same as, like, many Asian cultures. They, yeah. They operate on honor and shame. Yeah. And we don't do that. No. So, Japan, I think, this was years ago when they had a big screw-up. They came out and said it in a way to kind of brush it off and move on, while Western countries who don't operate under honor and shame was like, admit the problem and let's work together and fix it. Yeah, let's fix the problem. But they would never like because like you don't you don't do that. Like that's not part of that culture. That would that would cause incredible shame. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. You can't admit you're wrong. Yeah. So and maybe. You know, and that definitely was what China was doing. Because do you want to do you want to come out and say, "Whoopsie, we caused the world pandemic"? Yeah, we're about to start a pandemic, guys. It's unfortunate; it was an accident, and uh, yeah. But See we, in about two weeks. But we also have to talk about one of my favorite bureaucrats, who I want to be on a Nuremberg trial, uh, Mister Doctor Fauci. Um. He lied to Congress on multiple occasions. He lied on TV multiple occasions. And NIH and him were funding that lab in Wuhan. So he does have some responsibility behind it. And I, I think people need to be held responsible. I, I, yeah. You know, I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of all that. I just knew he was a real piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, it could go back to what was happening on the island off of North Carolina where they have another lab. Did you hear about, like, they were, like, they would put the head of these beagle puppies yeah, yeah, yeah. With these, I heard about the beagles, with the flesh-eating flies. Yeah, uh huh. Nobody wanted to talk about that. No, 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 no. That's that's bad. You can't talk and about that. Also, like, there's supposedly a lab in Ukraine. Yeah. You know, Lord only knows what they're studying there, and supposedly, like, uh, Pfizer. If you watch the Project Veritas, they were talking about possibly uh, modifying COVID, and also coming up with a cure yeah. with it as well. Well, we were, Biz, me and Biz, we watched this video from 98. But how many people? C-SPAN. Okay. Fauci said there was going to be a pandemic in the 2000s. In 98. In the late 2000s. And then what did he do in the 80s, though? He messed up the whole AIDS crisis. Yep. He, he was, he, he is behind AIDS, basically. Yeah. I mean, he's been a bureaucrat. Four years. He's been in that position that he's in now four years. Years, years, and it's been shit. He's done a shit job. Yeah, like the whole 80s AIDS thing was like, you know, it could be mom, dad, and, you know, little kid at the breakfast table, and he was like, you could get AIDS from open-air AIDS from cereal. Like, what horrible advice. Yeah, what are you talking about, dude? Them's kids. <laughs> kids eating cereal. Shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, he's a nut. He is he is an extremist and a, a fear monger. Fear monger and he I mean, think about how much of the flip flop we had all during that All through it. It was uh, Do this, uh, don't do that, do uh, this. And then all at the same time 
people who had a different opinion, different doctors even. Even doctors. Were silenced, thrown off social media. Oh, yeah. And you, you didn't have, because that used to be the way, at least in this country, that is how we settled things. If you had two ideas, let both ideas be presented and let the cream rise to the crop top, so to speak, right? Yeah, yeah. Let the best idea win, whatever makes the most sense, and let's go from there. But the way this country is going is, man, we're so polarized now politically. And I think it does have something to do with like a secularization. I believe religion is important to a society. I don't think that, you know, everyone has to be religious. And I believe in freedom of religion and practicing it however you see fit and whatever you believe in. But colloquially as a society, like we do need uh, religion as a glue, something of a higher power to that way we don't worship ourselves. Either to rise against or to rise up towards. Yeah, because if you have something that above that you're worshiping and you have something to glorify and like to work hard towards, of uh, that leads you to humbling yourself and that leads you to treating your fellow man a whole lot better rather than like a very secular view to where you worship yourself and you can do no wrong. And that leads to kind of like a hive mind to yeah. where we're worshiping ideologues and it goes to politics and the next thing you know you're you're worshiping politicians yeah and it, it becomes a very dangerous thing and then we go to this matrix because if you hop on social media especially twitter everyone is talking about blue pills and red pills and that came from the matrix yeah you know you can take the blue pill and stay in the matrix or you can take the red pill and have a dose of reality and i mean that is something that i wish everybody would do it's like just come to terms man come to the table Right? Yeah. Be like, man, we're tired of this. Give us give us the facts. Cold hard facts. Yeah. No matter what. Good, bad, right, wrong, indifferent, we and, just want the facts. And I like a difference of opinion. I like playing devil's advocate with people. I like going on other people's shows and talking about these ideas because I, I want other people and people that I can't reach here to Yeah, to, to see what's to going see on. what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very appreciative of like Jake, he lets me go on his show, Man Up, and we had a discussion about this. And, I mean, that's what I was saying is, like, we need something to set our eyes to. We can't be looking inside ourselves or to our politicians for answers. Like, there needs to be uh, – we just need to humble ourselves. <laughs> yeah, but there and, is a And admit wrongs. There is a movement for, uh, you know, just the like you were talking about, God yourself is God and, you know, you well, – and I would argue it happened. It started happening in the seventies with postmodernism. Yeah, probably so. And at that time, it wasn't looking really good for Christianity because, and during that time, postmodernism was on the rise in colleges, and that was talking about taking truth from being objective to subjective. Yeah. And, and you hear people say it all the time. I know my truth. Yeah. Dude, no, you know your perception of reality. And then whoever you're fighting with, they have their side. And then somewhere in the middle is the truth. Is the truth. Because no. we're all going to spin. Well, yeah. But also a religion will give you a worldview and a way to look at the world. And it also gives you a hope and something to work towards. Maybe it's yourself. But, man, yeah, it, postmodernism. And then you had... Uh, a lot of sexual abuse, not only like with Catholic priests in the church towards kids, altar yeah. boys, but there was a lot of sexual abuse all across Protestant denominations. I hear so many stories, especially now because the hot topic right now is... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's drag queens and drag story hour. Yeah. Because a lot of states are moving towards, like, making it towards that can't happen. Yeah. Is that your bat phone, or is that your work phone? Yeah, that's work. Oh, look out. It's okay. It's not me. 
but you had a lot of sexual abuse going on in the churches, and that broke a lot of people because of what's going on now with like the story time with the drag queens reading to the kids, and a lot of people believe that that is sexualizing children, and people make a lot of good arguments towards, well, I was sexually abused in a church. So I see what they're saying, right? Yeah. So that could literally happen anywhere. But I, I don't think, like, there needs to be a whole lot of healing towards that, and I, I don't think that kids should be sexualized. But from the 70s, you had a negative impact on the church because of that. You had postmodernism moving into college thought. Yeah. And also you had the four horsemen. Like you had Sam Harris. Uh, you had Hitchens. I don't remember the other two guys' names, but you had these philosophers who were atheists. And at that time, uh, apologists for Christianity, and they were apologists for atheism. That was around and, the time of Anton LaVey, too, for mm-hmm, Satanism. Mm-hmm. And, and they were going to these college campuses, yeah. and they were debating. And at, the atheists were... They had really good points, yeah. and they really went over a generation. And that happened about the time that I was stepping into college, and man, it, it really shook my faith because I mean, like, I had a worldview backed in Christianity, and that it really challenged me. And so, like, I've, and I, that definitely took over a whole lot of people. And now, because of COVID, I think there could be a turn of the tide for Christianity because I think everything that science has been bringing to the table. How many times have we been lied to in the past three years? Shit, ain't no telling, man. You can't even count. You can't even count how many times. Yeah. Like, you don't even remember. I don't even remember the original lies anymore, man. It's been so many. Like, you asked me what I heard March 14th other than the radio station closing, and we're working from home. Yeah. That's about all I remember. Like, that's the only real information that I held on to after that. I mean, everything flip-flopped so much, and we had all these leaders. And by the way, we had, like, people, you know, that didn't even hold, like, degrees. They put Bill Gates. He don't have a college degree. He's a businessman. Yeah. He's Microsoft. Like, why are you letting him speak about a pandemic? What is he? He's not a virologist. Because he, he got money in it, man. He had money in it. And also you had, um, and I like him, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I hate to say it, but I'm pretty sure he had money in it, too. Well, but what is he? He's an astrophysicist. Yeah. What does he know about viruses? Nothing. And that's something that I'll say, that's something else, and I think this is, it's a, it's a virus of the mind, and I've seen a lot of people do this. Just because you have a degree, and maybe you're very proficient in one thing, such as astrophysics, yeah. or toxology, or business, and you are the very tip top of that. And all of those, like, Bill Gates is top of business. Neil deGrasse Tyson... I wouldn't want to, you know, I wouldn't be able to hold a flame to him when it came to astrophysics. Oh, absolutely. But, buddy, like, I know just as much as you do when it comes to viruses. And, yep. that's, and that's Dick. Yeah, I know Dick all about viruses. Right. I know to wash my hands. Yeah, right. And so away from I, I think there's an ego when it comes to, like, when you have this degree and you have so much knowledge and it's very specific that you come to think that you just know everything yeah you know everything you get this god complex that's just it the worship of yourself well see i i don't think i think i think they're taking that to an extreme level because most of the people that i know that follow that kind of mentality and ideology they they're very kind people very kind and just you know they're basically the same as any other Christian. They just don't Christian. Yeah. Now, that's that's what I run into more often than not. Rather than people think that I'm God over everybody, they just want to you know maintain their existence. Yeah. I tell you, uh, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, a, a people group in this country who really have it well. Who did? Who I aspire to be like, the what? Amish. Man, they got they don't, so, they don't give a fuck. They they, did, they do their own thing. They got their own everything, man. And I met some Amish people because you know I spent a lot of time up in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And dude, 
them guys, them Amish guys are so cool. They, they all they about is working, eating. And by the way, I ain't worried about an Amish, so I'm not kissing butt here. I'm just saying, like, the Amish are pretty dope. And, they I, are and cool. I know, I know that I know they're not watching this or listening. Oh no, to this. absolutely not. Dude is cool as a fan, man. He he he's only about working and sleeping and going to church. There you go. That's it. That's all he's yeah. worried about. And by the way, they got a pretty sweet deal. They don't do taxes. No, they don't have to pay taxes. They don't like. Let's just say Selective Service Act. They don't have to go to war. They don't have to go to war. I mean, they're they are apart from everything, and I love that. And they they are happy as shit. I've never seen a sad or mad Amish person. I think there's something to that, and that's my thing about whether it be Christianity or some kind of a religion. Is and I think the Amish might be a really good example of that because you can see the countenance on their face. Yeah. Look at everyone else. Worry, worry, worry. They don't give a shit. They ain't got no lines on their forehead. Right. They uh they work hard. They have a wife. They have a family. They raise the children. Yeah, and that's it. And that's it. That's it. That's all they're worried about. They just want to, you know, do what they got to do to make it on this world and. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Sit on the porch. They don't know. Uh, you know. Sun goes down, go to sleep. And I don't know, like, in all this vacation. Yeah. You know, I'm sh- they get the rump springer. Yeah, they get rump springer. Or is, there, or right? is that, was that just a movie, or is, is that legit? No, that's that's actually real. They do get rump springer. And it's, uh, you get two weeks when they turn 18. Mm-hmm. And you come back or not. Yep. Yeah, you get to decide. And you know, even if you stay out, I would like I would like to have a defector Amish friend. Yeah, dude, I know some. Yeah, dude, I got friends that were like, "Oh, fuck (laughs) that shit." They they weren't with the movement, but they're still they still are very very kind and very like helpful, even though they don't do the Amish and they you know yeah do normal folk shit, watch TV and all that. They're still just, they still act Amish. They're just, you know, watch TV and drink and huh. all that stuff. Yeah. How about that? Well, man, that, that leads me to the last uh, little topic I wanted to talk about. And kind of sucks. I've, I think the young men of this country are being left behind. Yeah. I'm an old man of this country. Well, not according to the study. of young American men are single, but most young women are in relationships. So, the study, and this is by Breitbart, I don't know what your thoughts on that, it's fairly decent. In the other studies, I said it said 60, so. Yeah. Split hairs. Uh, 63% of men between the ages of 18 and 29 are single, while only 34% of women, same age, are single. Uh, I think a lot of this could do with dating apps. I think a lot of this could be with older men who are attracting the younger women with their money and their things. Like a dude, this, let's say college age, which is basically 18, 29. Yeah. Okay, let's say uh, the man and the woman are both 21. 21-year-old dude, they could take you out to the bar and get you a couple of drinks, maybe go out to eat. Or older guy, already founded. He's wealthy. Come hang out on the lake on the pontoon boat. What's, what is she going to do? She's going to go to the pontoon boat. Do you blame her? No. I wish I had a pontoon boat. <laughs> <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? I, th- I think that might be a, a part of it. Like uh, They're just involved with voter dudes who are already well-established. And maybe they're not... You know, I mean, what is single? Maybe... Maybe the guys classify themselves as single, but maybe they're courting or, you know, maybe they just haven't uh, defined the relationship, that old DTR, whatever, right? What the f- not yet. Well, so, I mean, I'm still married-ish, but I live in Columbus, Mississippi. Yeah. And she lives in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. 
So 47% of all U.S. adults under the age of 30 are single, whereas the next highest age, 30 to 49, are the least likely to be single at 21. So our age bracket is like... I wasn't single at 21. No, I'm saying from 30 to 49, they're, yeah. they're paired up. Aw, fuck. We are... We're a rare breed. We're a rare breed. Uh, so... I think, like I said, I think there's a lot of things to this, but also, here's the sad part of it. On top of the economic attacks on men, there's been a rise. This is Breitbart, not me. There's been a rise in unfettered access to pornography online, so too much porn. Uh, some are involuntarily celibate, so they just can't get any. Yeah, just can't get none. They, they don't know how to talk to a woman. Uh, but grow a number of men opting out of relationships altogether is the service economy combined with the disastrous sexual revolutions have wrecked havoc on our country. Hell yeah. We need to recalibrate. Can you imagine? All right, so let's say me and you, when we get done here, we leave and there ain't no women in Columbus. We go to Tupelo. Okay. And we go try and pick up a woman. Okay. And let's say we get a little assertive. We might have charges in the morning. That's a fact. Not only that, more specifically what this, you're on, you're on it. You're all over it. Mm-hmm. That can happen in the workplace just by saying good morning. Good morning. Hello. How's your day? So you could lose your job? You lose your job. Also, let's say that you did hit it off with that chick at the bar that night. And let's say it was consensual, but she woke up and regretted it. Yep. You're still hung. And it would be, okay, let's, who got blamed for Columbine? Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Did he have anything to do with it? Not a damn thing. And did you see what just happened to him? Yeah, he got crucified. This is the second time that he has been publicly canceled because of a false rape allegation. Yep. Yep. Because of regret. Yep. And we continue to allow that happen. And this moves me right here. Men commit suicide at four times the rate of their female counterparts. They are falling behind in education. They don't go to college anymore. Uh with women receiving nearly 60% of undergrad degrees, research suggests that the rise in mass shootings uh, committed primarily by young men is linked to the great isolation of young men. These young men are becoming more violent because they're not getting any. Well, I mean, some of that you got to chalk up to the dude. I mean, shit. Right. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm not saying... Oh, woe is the young man. Yeah, woe is the young man, man. Get you some cologne, shave, and brush your teeth. By the way, Manscaped, baby. Fuck yeah. Perfect plug. Manscaped. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, If you use promo code PORCHTALK, all caps, one word, you can get 20% off your total purchase order. Get you uh, the downstairs if you need to get it groomed up like he's doing, the beer groomer. You, uh, they got the uh, the dials to where you I dial in. I even shave my head with the beard groomer. This dude is in love. I love it. Look at it. Manscaped took care of us. They gave us a care package, man. Man, and they can take care of you too. Yeah, and not to mention, uh, turns out the ball deodorant has been a big, big, big deal for me. Okay, I didn't try that. I haven't. I haven't. I've been. I've been oh, skeptical. Buddy. As warm as it was today outside, she probably should have. I might hit it up tomorrow. It's I'm gonna not, be that hot tomorrow. Yeah, it is a thing to where you don't get that though. That that taint, like that old swamp ball. Oh, it'll take care of that. Also, they'll smell great, and when that wind blows, you get a nice. No, it's like a little AC, buddy. Oh, there's a little mint in there or something. It'll cool you down. Hey, I'm swearing by it. Dude, I thank you, Manscaped. I love. I've loved every product that I've used. Mm-hmm. I've used the nose and the ear, and the beard and the balls. Loved all of them. I and mean, I don't know if you can tell, but my beard is looking. Yeah, it is straight. very trim, very nice and trimmed it's up. Well kept. I'm not yeah. looking like a caveman no more, people. So that's the first thing I would say to you, young men, is use promo code Porch Talk at www.manscaped.com. That'll get you twenty percent off your total purchase order. And it's great. Can you believe that? But yeah, that's some of the, some of the problem is these dudes don't take showers for fucking four days, and they stink, and they're going over there and brush their teeth in four days, and they're like, "Hey, baby, you want to give me some?" And then the girl's like, "A little off-putting." Uh, who, who? What? 
what does this homeless person want? Yeah. So I mean, you got to look at the dude before they they do this study, man. You got to. <laughs> well, I mean, I, this article brought up several several things that I believe uh, porn will rot your brain. Yeah. That'll yeah. that'll lead you to uh, weird expectations if you were to ever strike it off. It's like uh, the way it is done on the movies. It's not the way it is in real life. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever had a why well, one time. I mean, rarities. One time. But, like, the thing is, like, the imagination and whatever dopamine is, whatever is firing in your brain, especially if you're doing it young, it's going gonna, it's gonna to rot it. Yeah, it's done. It's too much. It's too much stimulation. And, you know, with these smart devices, these computers in our pockets, Porn and is it's, everywhere. it's more accessible than ever. I get it. Alan was watching porn just a second ago. That is not true. He has a problem. <laughs> That's one, dude. I'm, I don't. That is one thing I I can I can say I don't. But <clears throat> I got a. I think that that's all I really had to say about that is, uh, the the fellows are being left behind. <clears throat> we lost something. Hmm. Hmm. It's still going. Yeah. Yeah, the timer's still going. It's still going. Go click that. YouTube would like to collect to your nodal network. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. It leads me to, like, this is this is the final point. I don't know if you've got anything else that you wanted to talk about. And I don't know what people really make of this, but uh, psychology is fascinating to me. Uh, I've always liked the studies and how close certain animals are to the way that our brains work or the way that we behave. And so, what, pigs, mice? Uh, mice is very close to human uh, societally. Okay. And so, this so guy... they, like, have a hierarchy and everything? <coughs> they do. King mouse? To an extent, sure. This is a study back in the 1960s by John Calhoun. What he wanted to do was he wanted to create a perfect utopia for these mice. They would be well-fed. There would be plenty of them. Okay, just as many males as females. So they could, you know, every, every need that they would have would be met. Yeah. They didn't have to worry about predators. They didn't have to worry about that fear. All right? Well, let's just say this study didn't go so well. And this is another thing that I would make about today yeah. in the state that we're in. I think it led to some of the mental issues that we've been having because what this study found, it has been critiqued since then, but it hasn't been reproduced like this. And I think some of the critique, it, it really isn't fair because I think they want to kind of deny like the similarities it has with society right now. Okay. So uh, you had the alpha mice or the dominant mice. They would gather up more females. And the pretty ones, these are males, would be able to hang out with them. Now the lessers, they would be left to fight. They would kill each other. The females who uh, were having sex and getting pregnant, they didn't care about the babies. Yeah. Uh, eventually, uh, the mice that made it of these babies, they didn't know how to behave. They tore each other apart, and they were all dead within five years. Shit. Speaks volumes for our society today, doesn't it? In just five years. Think about how well we have it. We can walk down to the grocery store. We can go to McDonald's, get us a Happy Meal. You can go to the grocery store. Now, granted, there are food shortages. You may not be able to find exactly what you want, but for the most part, you can find it. But I've been having a we drink ba- very we, alive. We basically we have this sort of utopia. Sort and of. and you kind of do see like some of those things with the pretty ones taking place and like the lesser of them having to fight it out. Fight it out, fight to the death. And and I I, I kind of see some interesting parallels between what I'm seeing now in American culture and this Calhoun study of mice. So multiply, let's multiply. Let's say they say 5 years for mice. Let's say 50 years for humans. I think that's very fair. That's very fair. I mean, where we've started, mm-hmm. the time is now, folks. 
Well, I mean, you, right when the pandemic hit, what did people do? They raided and bought toilet paper for some reason. Because I, I, that was the weirdest shit ever, dude. Why? I never understood it. It's not going to run out. Goddamn. Well, it did. <laughs> oh, yeah, because everybody bought it. It would be like a I, pandemic broke out and everybody broke out and bought vanilla ice cream. It's like, what are, the, what are you thinking? I bought toilet paper during the pandemic, as I did throughout before the pandemic. I had like a basic understanding that <laughs> like what I was going to put in my body was more important than what was going to come out. Because if I didn't have something to put in, you didn't have to worry about the out. Yeah, that wasn't so important <laughs> if you weren't going in. Yeah. That was pretty pretty simple concept, I think. And if you're going in with liquid, yeah. no solid going to come out. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, and I thought that was strange. There was a lot of weird behaviors during the pandemic. We saw... I learned how to cook and instantly quit. He's not a fan of cooking. Not at all. And we saw what locking people in their homes would do to them. We saw a lot of civil unrest. We saw protests. We saw riots. Well, one thing I did, I mean, I'm a I'm an odd bird in a rare case. I found myself getting more active during the pandemic. I, I actually My life didn't weight. change. My life, like, I was, uh, and this is another thing that really. You were essential the whole time. That phrasing upset me. You were an essential employee. And just because I work in infrastructure, like, and, you know, even a, wall, a Walmart worker was essential. Oh, yeah. I was a, essential. A, a fast food worker was essential. But, like, a lot of people, like, lost their job. How would you feel if, like, you were deemed unessential for, like, what you did? It's like, yeah, you get to sit at home and you got these stimulus checks, but still, it's like. You're so not what, essential. So what I do is not important? Well, that's why I think we're having the problem with the f- service industry now is because all these people found out that they weren't essential. And decided to go make themselves essential. Is that what happened? I think so. Did they, they either went to shit they or w- made themselves essential. Because that's one thing I've noticed is like there are a lot of jobs out there, but nobody's getting them. Yeah. So, so did they go back to school? Are they living at home with their parents? Or like, I, don't, I don't know where these people are. Because uh, during this time, a lot of the boomer generation retired. And then a lot of the zennials moved up into those positions. Yeah. And even, like, people, millennials, they, they got to move up where the zennials were. Yeah. And so, like, you did see, like, a change in, like, hierarchy when it came to different workplaces. But And then there's a lot of people who left the workforce entirely, and I haven't – I don't. they, they never where came did they back. Go? Well, a lot of people started on in their own businesses. Yeah. A lot of people stuck it up for their own. Yeah. Uh, we have a fentanyl crisis, maybe, you know. That's had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's the jobs that are available, like readily available, mm-hmm. are not jobs that you want. Yeah, say that. I mean, unless you unless you want to work in a restaurant or bar, like me, I like it. I don't mind it. I've but I have. A, I also have a real job too. You know. Yeah. Like, so you got two jobs. Yeah. I worked in a restaurant. I was a cook at one time. I don't. I don't do food. I don't cook for my so I, I tell you what, dude, I did enjoy it. I'd get there uh, about 9 o'clock. It didn't open until lunch. It was a yeah. Philly cheese steak shop. Okay. And uh, you get in there, you know, you're chopping up the bell peppers, onions, all the veggies that you'll think you'll need for that day. You're getting all the meat. If it has to be sliced, you're getting all that ready to be thrown on the grill. You're getting all your bread sliced. And by the time you get that done, here comes the lunch wave. Dude, it was pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nonstop, dude. You get there at nine, and like when you're shifting it at three, he's like, "Where'd the time go?" Yeah, I, I've worked constantly this yeah. whole time. That's why I like FedEx so much, man. Because it was a lot like that. You clocked in, and then when work started, it was like you look up and time's gone. Mm-hmm. There was a couple things like before I walk it out of the door. It was a, a weird thing that I saw that the Mexican president reported. It just came to my mind. What was that? Uh, let me let me Google, Get and that. I don't think I'll be able to pronounce it, but it, it it's something from the Mayan religion. It's a carving, and they put them up in the trees. It's like a, a mythological a mythological Mayan being. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Mexican president remarks on oh, Mayan. I don't know what to call the thing. I thought it started with a B. I'll just see where that takes me. 
that right there, you see it? It's a mythical alux is what they call it. You see it? Like uh, the, the mines would like hang these things in the trees. And so the New York Times, their headline is, uh, is it an elf? Is it a witch? Mexico's president says it's a mythical alux. And you can see the image right there. And I encourage you to look it up for yourself. It is kind of creepy looking. And so they're acting like these things haven't been seen in some time. And so uh, there's one thing that I was going to say about the paranormal and, uh, you know, during COVID, they said, oh, yeah, by the way, UFOs, aliens, totally. Oh, that shit's real. Yeah, they came out like that just to kind of take some heat away from COVID, I think, for a minute. And I got to say, like, I don't believe in any of it. I don't believe it. Like, I, I have wanted to believe in the existence of aliens and, like, paranormal. Like, the paranormal, I, I believe it's more of a metaphysical. I believe it would be, like, more of a demonic or angelic. I don't think it'll be, like, extraterrestrial. Like, it's here. It's almost like a... It's a LSD trip to where it's the clockwork elves and you kind of see beyond the veil and you see, like, I think those clockwork elves and all those other, th- those are interdimensional beings. They're metaphysical. They're not, they don't have a physical form. They can possess and uh, oppress, but I, yeah. don't, I don't think that they can take a, a physical form. And when, you, when you're tripping, I think that you see uh, beyond the, the veil or what it, we... Uh, into the fifth dimension, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Well, I don't know, man. I feel like that's that's real. I feel like that's real. That's there. I feel like it's demonic, boo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man, I don't feel like it's extraterrestrial. Well, I mean, that coming from the Mayan religion, like, we we know enough about the Mayan religion. Like, they would, what would they do on top of the, their pyramids? I mean, they would, like, openly sacrifice a live person, cut the chest, pull out the heart. And offer offer it up for rain. Yeah, this this is savage. But they got rain. No, they didn't. Well, I was just saying. I mean, this is the equivalent of a shaman and you know a tribe in Africa like doing a rain dance. Yeah, like it's one of those things. Maybe da- damn if you do, damn if you don't. Like, yeah, it's the a broken clock is right twice a day, right? Twice. Yes, so. sir. Well, I mean, that's all I got. A little little paranormal treat there for you to end the show. Uh, <sighs> Thank you for watching. If you did, uh, let me know if the sound was okay. We kind of did it a little bit different just so you can actually see the mic. Uh, Appreciate y'all hanging out. Rate and review the show. Subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel. Rate and review the podcast. Uh, Check Big John out. He's doing a happy dance. And uh, come to Porch Fest, April 14th and 15th. And don't forget to use that Porch Talk code on manscaped.com. Promo code, Porch Talk, all one word. Peace out, guys. Thank you so much. Later. One, two. No
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.